today I would love to talk to you about turning nothing into something. Turning nothing into something. Matthew 14 gives us a, an understanding of how to turn nothing into something. When the evening came, the disciples came to him and said, this is an isolated place. And the hour is already late. Send the crowds away so they may go into the villages to buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, we have nothing here except five loaves and two fish. We have nothing except a law degree. I have nothing except What is it that you have that you have considered it as nothing? You've got a law degree. You can change the world with a law degree. Why? Because most political people are lawyers. You can change the world with a PhD. You work so hard to get it. Why don't you keep working hard to change the world? So often we look at what we've got and we Consider it nothing. Or maybe we don't say it's nothing, but we don't use it like it's something. I don't know where you go for your advice. I don't know where you go for your wisdom, but but today we're going to go to the Word of God and God can help us understand nothing can turn into something. What is it that you have considered nothing? So often you see someone who does an incredible piece of work, a work of art, and you say, that's incredible. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's nothing. It's not nothing. It's amazing. It's incredible. Thank God. God doesn't call you and me nothing. He calls us and declares us something. The miracle here in this story is not that people were fed by the thousands. The miracle of this story is that God said, you do it. You do it. Me? Yes, you. Humanity's quick to, oh, send them away. Send them away. They can go and get their food from someone else. We're quick to exclude ourselves. It's not me. It's not me. And God say, no, it is you. It is you. It is you. And so what do they say? Well, we have nothing except five loaves and two fish. Many of you know this story, but it's not just knowing it as a memory verse or a, some kind of thing that makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It's actually applying it to your life. Can you see the gold in this? Can you see the revelation here? Can you see the character of God and all of the wisdom of heaven? If you've got Jesus, you've got everything. You always have more with Jesus. Listen to me again. Let me say it again. You always have more with Jesus. Well, I'm raising my kids on my own. You've always got more with Jesus. Well, I've come from a different country, a different culture. Yeah, but you've always got more with Jesus. Which one are you going to believe today? Your lack or your abundance? What are you going to look at? 
just the law degree or you're going to look at what God can do with that person and that dedication and that commitment with a law degree. You can do something from what you consider maybe as nothing. He said, bring what you have to me. If you want to learn how to turn nothing into something, you've got to learn how to bring what you've got to Jesus. You bring that law degree, you bring that PhD, you bring that situation, you bring that problem, you bring your children, you bring your marriage, you bring your job, you bring your opportunities. You've got to learn how to turn a nothing into something by bringing it to Jesus. Why? Because you always have more with Jesus. Instead of looking at your lack, you're looking at what you have because of Jesus. So Jesus said to them, bring what you have to me. And then He instructed for the crowd to sit down on the grass. Sitting down in this context was always this picture of resting. You've got to bring it to God and then rest. That doesn't mean get lazy. Oh God, I need to help you with this. God doesn't need your help. If you want to help God, sit down and rest in His promises, in His character, in His consistency, because you're going to mess it up by getting off and trying to help God out. He doesn't need your help. Can anybody say amen? Rest is not laziness. Rest it is, I'm going to rest in who He said He is and who He said he, he can, what He can do. Resting is a picture here of sitting down is a picture of resting. So you're going to bring to God what you've got right now. I got a mess. Okay, thank you for bringing it to me. Now sit down. He said, bring it to me. And then he instructed the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish. He took it. He lifted them up towards heaven. He blessed them and he broke the loaves and he gave thanks to the disciples and he gave them, gave thanks and he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people and they all ate and they were satisfied. They picked up 12 baskets of leftover broken pieces. There were about 5,000 men who ate. This number does not include all the women and the children who ate also. He took it, he lifted it up, he blessed it, he broke it, and he gave it to the disciples. I think you can learn something, all of us can learn something about the nature and character of God from this, is because I believe God wants to speak to encourage every one of us where you're at right now. How do I take what I consider nothing and turn it into what God would call something? And I believe it's right here for us to consider is we've got to learn to bring it to God. You've got to bring Him. You've got to include Him. You've got to actually want Him. Creation wanting the Creator. You've got to rest in who He is and you've got to learn how to be peaceful. But what does He do? He takes it. The five loaves and the two fish. And you could turn all of this into different examples here. But what does the fish mean? What does the, the loaves mean? Well, you could use all the metaphors, but you can see consistency in Scripture. The bread, Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. He does something, He lifts it up, and then He breaks the bread. This is speaking of Jesus again, breaking His own life so you and I can come into all the fullness of God. 
So bread is a metaphor, is something that we need to sustain ourselves. We need Jesus every step of the way. His life was broken. The bread that was broken can feed the multitudes. And Jesus today, 2,000 years later, is still feeding millions and millions and millions of people. And the fish, you could say, what does that mean? Well, basically, you can have different metaphors here, symbolic things and different things. But fish often refer to here in this context to people. The ocean is filled with fish. The world is filled with people. I will teach you how to be fishers of men. So Jesus is using a metaphor and He's taking fishermen and He's turning them into fishers of men. You know how to catch fish, but now I'm going to teach you how to catch people. And so this is a a bigger example of something that God is wanting to do. And I honestly believe that we need to let God in. Let Him take hold of whatever it is. You've got to lift it up. You've got to allow Him. He'll lift it up. He'll lift you up. He will lift whatever it is. Now, I'm not saying lifting the problem and making it bigger, but what is it is? Whatever it is, it needs to be, God, could you take it? God, would you take it? God, I don't know what else to do. In other words, I'm just going to lift up the name of Jesus over this situation. I'm going to lift up Your promise. I'm going to lift up Your goodness, your kindness, but you've got to know what to lift. And I believe that He gives us the understanding here. He asks God's blessing on it. What is it that you need to ask God's blessing on it? And then He broke it and then He gave it and there was so many people that were fed and nourished. And I hope that you understand that here is an example of people considering it nothing. And God says, okay, take your nothing, the five loaves and two fish, And then this is what he did. He turned it into something. And that something satisfied. And you could say, well, they were hungry for the day. They would have been hungry tomorrow. I understand that tension. I understand that. But you're missing the point because that's just one thing that God's not. It's not the thing that God is highlighting. God is highlighting his character. The the issue here is not that they're hungry tomorrow. The issue is he's trying to take us to an eternal principle of you can go to God. You can take whatever it is that you consider small or insignificant, your life, your family, your children, your situation. I don't know what it is that sometimes you just look at it and go, God can't do anything with it. God's trying to tell you today, I can do something with it. I can do something with you. I can do something with your marriage. I can do something with your home. I can do something with your children. I can do something with your career. I can do something. God is trying to tell you, just give it to me. This is another thing I believe that's found in John 21. Let me read it to you. Jesus turned up again to His disciples at the Sea of Galilee and He did it in this way. Simon, Peter, Thomas and Nathaniel from Cain of Galilee, as well as John and James, the sons of Zebedee and the two others of the disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing. Now, let's just have some context here. This is after Jesus has died on the cross. This is after Jesus has resurrected. He doesn't go to His Father straight away. He spends a period of time with the disciples, with those who are following Him to encourage them. And that's the miracle of Christianity. It was started by eyewitnesses. It was recorded by eyewitnesses. And so what happened is they spent time with Jesus. In this particular story, they're about to go back to what they came from. Stay with me, people, because how many of us, 
we've stepped out in faith and we've started to follow the Saviour. We've started to follow Jesus and then situations, circumstances, my prayers haven't been answered the way I wanted it. It hasn't worked out the way I planned it. It didn't really go the way I planned it to go out. And now you're considering going back. Well, that's what's happening here. Simon Peter, he says, let's go fishing. So what do the boys do? I'm coming with you. That's called influence in the wrong direction. And so he says, I'm going fishing. And they said, we're coming with you. So they went out and got into the boat and that night they caught nothing. What are you gonna go back to? There's nothing there anymore. And I really hope for some of you to understand that it's easy to go back, but there's nothing there. You've moved on. I'll go back to an old relationship. It's amazing how many people come into a service like this and, oh, I'm going to give my life to Christ. And then within a week or within a day, with even a night time, an old relationship somehow found you on Facebook or Instagram or some other social media platform. But it's amazing how when God does something great, the enemy would like to steal. Well, Berlin was too hard. I'll just go back to where I came from. Maybe it wasn't Berlin too hard. Maybe you just saw it differently. Maybe you didn't see it the right way. Maybe you just forgot to give it to Jesus and ask Him to take hold of it, ask His blessing on it and let Him show you how we can turn nothing into something. This job is taking me nowhere. Who says it's taking you nowhere? This is, I think, something we can all apply ourselves to, but they go out fishing and they catch nothing. And God is about to show again His faithfulness, how He can take nothing and turn it into something. As the morning was breaking, Jesus came and stood on the beach. However, the disciples did not know it was Him. So Jesus said to them, children, kind of a funny thing to call grown hairy men. But literal translation says, children, Do you have any fish to eat along with your bread, fish and bread? They answered, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right hand side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast the net. And then they were not able to haul in because of the great catch of fish. They fished all night and they caught nothing. These are hard seasoned fishermen. And they decide to go back, ready to give up. And just one word from Jesus put your nets on the other side. Surely, Jesus, it could be more deeper than that, bigger than that. More prophetic than that? Send a donkey, Lord. Fleece it up, Lord. I don't know what it is that you need from the Lord, but it's sometimes that simple. Will you put your net on the other side? Will you get up? Will you keep walking? Oh, that's too simple. Oh, that's, don't you know how hard it's been? It's not that it's hard. It's just that you just need one word from heaven for your situation. And God says, put it out on the other side. And they couldn't get the net in because it had so much fish. Before you had nothing, you were crying to God. Now you got everything and you're still crying to God. Because whether you're blessed or whether you're struggling, 
we're always going to need Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. What I want you to carry away with today is you always have more with Jesus. You always have more with Jesus. But this was too easy. Just put your nets on the other side. Now they're fishermen. The boat wasn't that big. Okay, fish, 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 nothing. Fish, 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 nothing. Hey boys, sorry, not even boys. Children, almost offensive. Just put it out on the other side. Oh, oh Jesus. We're not even sure if it's you actually, so who are you? And uh, don't you think we fishermen know that? It's amazing how pride can really get in the way when God has got a simple answer for you. It's amazing how pride can rob you of the truth. You can be so close and not see it because pride will always destroy your life. But humility, and this is what happens. The boat's not that wide, people. The fishy are over here. They're not over here. Oh, really? The fishy are over here, trust me. The amount of fish they caught, they would have been everywhere. But that's the point. When you're not looking to Jesus, you can be looking at the answer and not seeing it. You can be surrounded by so much hope and not enjoying it. You can be surrounded by blessing and not even receive it. You can be surrounded by fish and catch nothing because it's not your strength and it's not your ways and it's not your understanding. It is by the grace of God. And they cast out their net on the other side of a very small boat. And guess what? Fishies. And they pulled them in and they had such a huge catch. Would you let God take your nothing and turn it into something? 